forever. Dog. I really don't know what to talk about in this cold open other than like Netflix movie of the week. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think it is something to that. Like, do we even know the movie exists? Did you see the trailer for like all like they're like movie every week and they're going to have I guess a movie every week and they had all these like you know huge stars that are going to be in it and it was like oh cool and then I was just like wow Netflix really just decided to take over like because so few people can go to movie theaters so few people are going to movie theaters there's so few movies even opening up in theaters it's like now this is like our movie theater is just like all right I guess we'll just watch Netflix's movie of the week yeah Yeah, but it's so tough like they had to have had that they were like planning on doing a movie every week right like that that had to have been in the works before everything shut down like this was they were just position they're positioned to be like hey we was about to take over anyway (laughs) the thing is i never understood why so many creators and stuff were worried about netflix so like man it's netflix it's fine but watching that trailer i was like oh movies don't feel important right now because i would say this i watched um the netflix trailer and it ends with you know jennifer lawrence and Leonardo DiCaprio in a they movie just together. saved them for the end. They just knew. Because, <laughs> because it's, it's such a big deal. Also, the movie is still filming. So they were like, give us a shot real quick and <laughs> niggas together. So like, the movie is still shooting in Boston. But watching that trailer, and then I think a couple of days later, HBO Max and Warner Brothers came out with theirs. And I'm like, these feel like movies that I would see in the theater. You know what I mean? It's like Judas and, yeah. uh, uh, like, the Black Messiah. Like, these are King Kong, you know, versus uh, uh, Godzilla. Like, I'm hype, but it, but it felt like movies, big-budget movies now on television, while Netflix felt like TV movies just a little bit better. And that's not the crap on any of those movies. It just felt like a movie of the week. I can't... Braylock's movie, you know, Braylock wrote and directed the movie, can't feel special... Because in seven days, James's movie will be out. And now I got to yeah. focus on him. It's like, it's... I got mad when they did that with comedy specials, when they were like, we're going to do a comedy special um, every week. But, you know, but I still paid attention to the ones I was interested in seeing, you know, and then paid less attention to ones that, like, if they just were released at any point, I probably wouldn't have been as interested in them anyway. My hope, because we had that experience with the comedy specials, is that... I'll feel the same way about these movies. Like some of the movies will come and go and it won't, it won't like lessen my, my feeling about movies. Like you're, like you're talking about. I hope it doesn't do that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think it will make people try to like up their home entertainment systems though, because like as much as I'm like excited to see Congress Godzilla, I'm like, man, I, I need a better TV for this. Like, I need a better sound system. Like, it's not, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, it's just not yeah. going to be the same. Like, imagine you have to, like, watch it on your laptop. Like, I mean, I know people were doing that already, I guess, to some degree. But it's, like, it's funny to now see movies that were made for the big screen experience. Because that's where the trend movies were going in anyway. Like, the reality yeah. was, like, so few movie theater, so few movies were being greenlit that were, like, small you know, and even like the indie budget movies like had to have an A-list celebrity in them to even like <laughs> yeah, do anything, you know? Yeah, it's just this weird thing where it's like, all right, I guess we're going to talk about this. But like now that they have movies coming out with bigger people in them, movies like the one we're going to review today, even though Anthony Mackie's still like kind of a big star, it still feels like small. I mean, you know, it's funny because it, it's released in January. So it's still kind of like, you know outside the wire what wire what do you, i mean, do you the mean? Movie what do you, say? you know like well you know how it's like released released in january so it's so what is it what yes so it's, yeah because you know you know how like big budget movies usually come out in in the summer but this one came out in january which is a little bit outside the wire the, the wire i don't I'm confusing with the wire. Yeah, is. like where you know is what I mean? the wire? Like, like if we were looking oh, at a year, oh, uh, I can explain what the wire. Yeah. You know, like uh, in the wire. To the what? Yeah. So like this, <laughs> one, singing, this movie. Are you singing Kanye? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but this movie's out. But this movie's outside the wire. Okay. <sighs>
Uh, All right, why don't we start the show? Jonathan Raylock, James the Third, Drum Milligan. What more can I say? Welcome to Black Men Can't Jump in Hollywood. Hollywood City! You have exactly 60 seconds to deal with it. Yeah. You trust me? Oh. Oh. I was going to do the whole scene. Honestly, I'm not going to okay. lie to you. I just watched this movie, and I'm just going to confess this now. I remember none of it. Well, you didn't watch it. No, no, no. no, no. I, I watched it. Like, there was no distractions, but I'm just like... You, had your you, had, you didn't have your phone out? No, no. Literally, before I had class, I watched this movie. No phone. No laptop. I sat down. I even had popcorn, which I didn't even finish eating. And I have no idea what happened. I think I was in the Matrix or something. I wasn't asleep. I watched it. I mean, okay, because I watched this. You were in the Matrix, but I was outside the wire. Oh, what are we? Okay, oh, well, we're, we're we, in we, the we, show we, now. We did it. We did it already. <laughs> did you legit forget for a second? <laughs> <laughs> did you legit just try to? Oh, God. Uh, that was a glitch in the Matrix right there. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Ray was suddenly thinking. All right. Well, I, it's been a few days since I watched it, and I normally watch it right before, too. So we'll see how we get through this. <laughs> I remember it. it um, right I think there are people who are going to be mad maybe that we did this because uh, there's a lot of, like, you know, uh, Oscar. It's like Oscar season, so there's a lot of movies we haven't covered yet. But we're going to get to those movies. It's coming. Um, it's coming. Or maybe, we, maybe we're, we'll put this... <laughs> on layaway and this will come out <laughs> mad long after <laughs> no we'll it's do coming. those movies first the, the other ones I are coming like we know layaway is such a specific reference <laughs> like, yeah. like bro that's how i got all my gifts layaway was fucking <laughs> that was my jam just i you just go to a very specific place in your mind when so <laughs> when you hear layaway. walmart Layaway or Woolsworth. Don't know if y'all remember Woolsworth. Hell yeah, Woolsworth. I do remember Woolsworth. Come on, baby. Woolsworth. Come on, man. I used to know where the, I used to know where the, the window was in the store. Like, we going to. Did you guys have the Wiz in. Oh, yeah, the record store. Everybody knows the Wiz. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I didn't mm-hmm. have that. Everybody know okay. the Wiz. Remember record stores? <laughs> yeah, Tower Records. Remember when Tower Records had a huge store in Times Square? Or oh, I don't know if you guys. Yes, I, right. I I was yeah. interning in New York and I went and I was like, this is awesome. They had a bunch of stages, and then you know a year or two later, it just went out of business, and now it's yeah, a Disney I store. Yeah, stuff there, and it wasn't enough. Yeah, it's a <laughs> Disney slash guest <laughs> in Times Square. No. Same I'm with Toys R Toys R Us had a <laughs> Toys R Us had a Ferris wheel in the Times Square. They store. had a a a, di- a working Tyrannosaurus Rex oh, yeah, on the top <laughs> just floor, move and roar floor, yeah. at you. <laughs> now that's a gap. Uh, now all that stuff is outside the wire. Break! Okay. You did it already. <laughs> okay, wait, hold on. Hold you on. did it. <laughs> Stop. Oh, sorry. Um, God. For those of you who are wondering, who God. keeps making these hilarious jokes that I'm laughing at wow. so hard? I'm so upset. <laughs> I hate this. Uh, this is a, I'm, I'm Jonathan Braylock. I'm a human being. Did you forget for a second? What is happening with you today? <laughs> no, I'm a human being. I'm, I'm a flesh and blood like you. <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah. No, I'm, uh, I've got all guts and, you know, all on the inside. No wires there. Okay. What? Is this My name is Jonathan the... Braylock. Who are wow. you? <laughs> <laughs> this is a line from the movie? What the hell is happening? <laughs> Yo, this cop mustache Bray, I wish everybody could see this. I need to take a screenshot. And just yeah, we got to take a screenshot so that people can <laughs> know. <laughs> this cop Braylock is mad confident. That's all I have. <laughs> uh, I guess I'll go after this nigga. <laughs> Damn. Distressed out voice. How many minutes? Five minutes into the podcast <laughs> is Gerard Milligan. And I'm James the Third. Oh, God. Hmm. Help me. Yeah. Uh, so we are a film review podcast. We review films of leading black actors. We talk about them in the context of race and diversity in Hollywood. Today, we are reviewing the Netflix film Outside the Wire. Came out January 
It's a sci-fi film starring Anthony Mackie and what's this guy's name? Dan uh, uh, oh, Idris. He plays Damson um, Idris. Yeah, he's on um, Snowfall on FX. Oh, that's right. That's yeah, right. That's right. I haven't seen that yet, but uh, his episode of Black Mirror this year was great. Oh Dude. yes, he was in Black Mirror. Yeah, good episode. Yeah, yeah, good episode. That was a good episode. Wow, he was really good. Yo, they look out for black um, British actors on that show. That's good. Because didn't Daniel Guello come on that show? Wasn't he like I mean, in season one? He was. I mean, Black Mirror is a British show. Yeah. I know. No, I'm saying, yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure. But for they sure. look, he just means they look out for black people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like you like you would get oh, a good oh, part oh, on that yeah. show. Letitia Wright was on it too. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah, you would, you would yeah. get a good part. Um, yeah. Anywho. <laughs> this is a movie that it's hard to say. I guess it would have came out in January in theaters. If it wasn't like a Netflix film, you know, it, it, it's like a January type movie, you know, it's like a an action film that's like it's the sci-fi. Anthony Mackie's a uh, an android, not like me, who's yeah. a human being, and and you wow. have Dam <laughs> Damson. He plays his character Harp, who gets assigned to Anthony Mackie, and they're like. I think you said it was kind of like training day in the sense, I guess in the it sense that- It felt kind of training day. This, yeah, this like, movie is a carbon copy of, of training day and you just put in robots. Like it's the same movie. There's literally a scene where Kat was like, what just happened? I was like, oh yeah, it's, it's the scene in training day when this happened. She was like, oh, I, I forgot. I, I literally thought at one point, Anthony Mackie was going to be like, nigga, I planned this all week. I thought he was going to say it. <laughs> that I scene- it, I thought he was going to say it. That scene was talking day. about- Oh, damn, nigga, I planned all week. This, I was like, this not checkers. I thought he was gonna do it. I thought because he was so like in the nose, like yo, this nigga's gonna say it, and we get the camera, and I'm like, I'm here. I just for wanted him to be like, get that opinion, get, get get that opinion. Come on, get that opinion. Like, oh my goodness, I was waiting for it because I truly couldn't tell where this. I didn't really watch the trailer, so I really couldn't tell where this movie was going. Same. Um. Like, I didn't know whose side I was supposed to be on. I didn't know, like, what I was supposed to feel. <laughs> like, would this uh, movie... But maybe, maybe, it meant, maybe it meant to be that. Like, would this movie come out in theaters? Like, because they're, 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 they're starting to get to a point where like, there's so many movies made. And I think sometimes it's like, oh, it's a little bit of a low-budget comedy, you know. But now I feel like we're making movies just to entertain people for a couple days. Where I'm like, would this have been successful in the theaters? You know right. what I mean? Or is this just... I mean, it's so it's our there's so many generic action films like we saw remember when we saw what was it called sleepless or something with jamie fox great i don't remember a that i don't want to yeah of course you yeah, don't make it. yeah <laughs> don't make that it just came out in theaters and it was like but why did this come out in theaters yeah 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 yeah, yeah it, it was yeah you know but that came out in january it, it's it's that it's that type of film it's just like an action film this this is a sci-fi action film that like doesn't really go- okay. I mean, we should. I mean, I guess we're already tipping our hat here. But I mean, this movie got a thirty-seven percent on Rotten Tomatoes, sixty-five percent audience score. Obviously, no box office. There's, that doesn't exist anymore. Um, oh damn! <laughs> so should we just do it, our initial thoughts? Yeah, um, I'll go. Uh, I watched it. You know, <laughs> uh, that's not that's not I initial spend, uh, thought. I spent 115 minutes. You know, it was two black leads. So I was cool with that. It was training day with robots. <laughs> they rode in the car. The the the, well, the one leading he's an android. it. The Rick, oh yeah, sorry, you're right. The, the the rookie was getting swindled the whole time. Like training day, he had to come back and literally at one point, just like in Training Day, when like Ethan Hawke realizes, you know, after Denzel is like, I'm, it's chess and ain't checkers. And like Denzel sets him up. So like um, the Mexican guys are about to kill him or whatever. At one point, what happens to like Idris is he's like, man, I'm doing this for you. The robot knocks him out. And I'm like, oh, snap, the car's coming up. They're about to put a bag on his head, just like the scene in Training Day. And you know what happened? They put a bag on his head, just I, like the scene in Training Day. I swear to you, it's the same script. Yo, <laughs> it's literally, the same script, but with now, robots. This, this specifically I mean, that wanna, sequence. Now you're making that, me want to see who actually wrote this. So this is one of those things where I feel like rarely there's a time where I watch a movie and I question the struggle 
uh, of making it and not in like, oh man, this person's really good. But like looking at the script, I was like, yo, did someone just sit there and go, man, you know, Training Day was a dope ass movie. You know what it's missing though? A robot. Not even a bunch of robots. Like they had the other a, robots. A single robot. I was like, but like, I'm like one Android, you know what I'm saying? We need to put one Android, but let's make them black. They, this is definitely <laughs> a let's make them black uh, movie for sure. Because he even has a line about, you know, why his face. First of all, I was like, what type of dumb shit is this? This black buff ass robot talking about some <laughs> his face is comforting and he's not scary. I'm like, nigga, you are black and you buff as shit. You scary as well, fuck to majority of the world, bruh. <laughs> the fuck? And he had a, like, get the fuck. This is in, like, some Eastern Europe, Eastern European country. That's why. Brain, where niggas safe? He said it's not safe. safe. He didn't say we comfortable. He, he didn't say it's safe. He said he said neutral because they that meant him being black meant they knew he wasn't fully on the side of Americans because he's oh. black. Oh, okay. You Bray know what? is overanalyzing this like okay. that was the intention. I'm not over. They literally <laughs> no. said that. That, no, that was like there that. were lies in the movie. I'm not overanalyzing. Yeah, but he didn't say. But here's the thing about this. I like that, Bray. Thank you, brother. I refuse to accept yeah. that. Was, that was in I'm the movie. It. You, j- I'm with it. I James. know it was in the movie, but he does not say. He does not say because I'm black. They know I'm not on the side of Americans. We assume it because he's black. <laughs> Bray is making that right. Bray he said. New, he said that. He said neutral. He said because I'm black, that, that looks neutral. But that's what that means. What else does it mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, it's got to be that because it ain't his skin color. Other than that, I'm like, this dude buff. If I saw, hit, hit me out because okay. he sticks out. That's the thing. He's not a because they're. It's like he's not trying to pretend to be like them. You know, he can't. When you yeah. watch the, when you watch the military scenes and look at the, the 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 soldiers, it's two niggas on screen the whole time. The leads, they ain't even a random dude who gets shot or get to shoot a robot. They ain't no henchmen for the lady. It's just two black people in all of where is this Austria? Where they at? It was just like some. It's like a. It's like a country like Ukraine or something. I, I think it was yeah. a made up country. Anyway, sure. my 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 initial thought is two black dudes got to be in a movie. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. All right. I'll go. I'll go next because. I enjoy this movie. I think it was like, you know, for a kind of a generic action film, it had some interesting, you know, ideas that it was that I was talking about. Had some pretty decent a- uh, acting, I thought. And I liked the action scenes. I thought the action scenes were like really good, actually, for this scale of movie. Like some of those war scenes were super intense. I don't know. I didn't care too much about the characters because I guess it was this tough. I don't know if we were supposed to like um, the lead who is Harp, you know, because... It does feel like everything that people were complaining about or like yelling at him for. I was kind of like, yeah, dude, what? Like, <laughs> How are you just going to like decide who gets to live and die? Like, I, I get that fact that he thought he felt like there was no other choice. But one, like everyone else was saying, that's not his choice to make. And two, it's like he is just like sitting and watching a computer screen. Like, so it was an interesting cop, like commentary on drone warfare i think i I forgot who i said this to but this movie is tough because it's coming out at a time and it's talking about issues that that aren't like up in our face right now you know most of us aren't thinking about war a lot of us are certainly not thinking about drones even though there are parts of you know the world that they are thinking about drones and it's a huge problem but we're really not thinking about that we're definitely not thinking about like ai taking over like warfare, which is a real thing and a real concern. But it's like there's like five other concerns that are feel more pressing right now. <laughs> and that and so this movie just feels like ill timed. But I thought that, you know, what it was kind of dealing with was interesting. And ultimately, you know, what Anthony Mackey, what the his the Android, I forgot what his name is, Leo, was trying to accomplish, even though the means in which he was trying to accomplish actually make no sense to me i do think the idea of like him being like well if i go rogue they'll never make something like me again and that i could get down with so i so like the motivation and stuff was all there like a lot of stuff worked i just think at the end of the day it was hard because there wasn't enough characterization of especially harp like 
to really to really like be with him on this journey and also uh it, it was a little con- it, it, it did get a little confusing uh towards the end there but yeah you know i thought it was a de- i thought it was like a it's a fun a- it's definitely a movie if you're like i'm looking for a i'm looking for some just a watch a sci-fi action film put this on you know i i hadn't seen the trailer for this but from the poster it seemed like this was just a war movie and so i probably never would have watched it had it not been for um the pod because uh, y'all know how i feel about movies that make me all sad um (laughs) but but i will say that i liked this movie if it wasn't for the robots i probably wouldn't have wouldn't have watched it but i did like (laughs) this movie um i thought the acting was good and i was so thankful the second like anthony mackie starts like kicking ass like i was super thankful for like yeah like I want to see Anthony Mackie <laughs> as the lead action star of some movie. You know, like we've seen him as Captain America sidekick for, for 10 years now. <laughs> and I just want to see him yeah. kick some butt. Like, um, so that was really cool. And I, I like this actor a lot. I thought I liked his um I thought his American accent was 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 good and, and believable. And I generally like that that. Netflix is making movies like this. Like we talked about it with the with the sort of smaller superhero stories that they're telling. I like that they're just like, yeah, this is a, a war story, but with robots now, you know. I liked that Robocop that came out a few years ago. It's not Netflix, but I, I, I like stuff like I like stories like this. It's fun and interesting. So I thought it was thought it was cool. Man. Cool. Cool. Well, we did it. See y'all next week. <laughs> Can we go? I'm good. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. There are some interesting things that this movie explores. Again, it's not pressing, but I do think they're like important issues. Yeah, I also had just seen that article about Microsoft being like, hey, we'll create AIs of your family after they pass like that. Like that just that um uh was just start, you know there was just news about that recently so you know i'm thinking about That's ai strange. on a different level well it first starts with uh with drones because there's like the opening scene is very intense kind of action war sequence in which we america well oh, oh yeah it does it does this little thing of like it's like it's a little bit in the future um you know there are these robots called what are they called Gr- gums 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 <laughs> gums yeah so you have gum you have the gums they like they're like yeah you know like there's this terrorist who's trying to destabilize the region you know america's there you know whatever you know typical (laughs) typical war game stuff all right i got it Um, gums (laughs) gums america's there they shouldn't be (laughs) yeah and so you see like human american soldiers with gumps fighting insurgents who are like shooting from like buildings and stuff i say insurgents but like really the americans are the insurgents because they're it's their it's not their country anyway well i guess no whoa 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 whoa. (laughs) the americans will never be the bad guys jonathan braylock you mean the liberators were arriving right the liberators yeah (laughs) the liberators Anyway, so they're having this fight. One dude gets shot. He's pinned. Another guy goes to save him. He gets shot. So two of them are pinned. And then this other armored car drives up. This whole time, we see Harp and his friend, I guess, or co-worker, you know, and they're just watching all this, like, on the screen. And I don't know if you guys were like, wait, why aren't they doing anything? (laughs) why aren't they helping (laughs) (laughs) and then you realize that the drones are like only equipped with these like missiles that are like (laughs) blow up like entire city blocks (laughs) um so yeah harp is eating gummy bears doing this i just just feel so disrespectful (laughs) (laughs) they're in the middle of a war zone and you just eating a gummy bear right now (laughs) made me so mad and then he sees that truck and he's like, "Uh oh, there's a truck there. Like, I should be able to, I should take the shot. And they're like, no, there's two people, two of our men down there. We got to get them out. And he's like, yeah, but there can be like, I don't know, a missile there or something, blah, blah, blah. He's like, mm-hmm. you could all die. And he's like, request denied. And then he goes, okay, I'm going over your head. And so then he calls like Colonel and the Colonel's like, no, <laughs> like, listen to you what the guy the lieutenant on the ground is saying and he's like 
nah, I got to take this shot. <laughs> so they take Which is so shot. reckless. But I guess that's the point. <laughs> yeah. I guess that's reckless. the point. Yeah. Um, but this was the first order he's ever, I guess, um, done this for. They're like, ah, oh, man, you completely disobeyed the order. And I'm like, yo, my man is so empathetic and, like, doesn't give a shit about nobody. It's like, yo, <laughs> all right, cool. Yeah, I, I... uh liked this you know knowing what the movie was that he was about to be partnered with a a robot or knowing that the movie had to do with robots i liked that he was pretty much just thinking in numbers and like and not uh being not thinking like a human (laughs) essentially Mm. um i liked that a lot but then i I, this is later on but i was ultimately disappointed at how that ends up playing out like it it only ends up mattering at the very end and like, does it even like no yeah, I, <laughs> no. I do like there's something about like we don't get to this for a while but like why leo chose him i still don't fully understand but yeah I because did, i did like, like the setup of it i did like the setup of, mm-hmm. of like oh this is a guy who disobeyed direct orders he gets sent away, like he gets sent away. Either either he was gonna get sent away or gonna go to jail. Oh yeah. And so he gets sent away to the front lines. And I couldn't tell, I was trying to understand both, like I like, was the idea that they were gonna send him to the front lines, like I'm talking about the higher-ups, not Leo, mm-hmm. that they were sending him to the front lines to, to see what it's like so that he doesn't like do things like this again. Yeah, you know, I thought they were sending that dude up just to get shot. Like, to, to yeah, get I thought so too. It's a little it bit like, like that. Yeah. 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 Like he's not ready for this. He'd be there. He he'd get what's coming to him. Um, yeah, not that they were they were like hoping that he would die, but also like kind of not caring, being like, hey, like you think you just want to sit down and like watch a TV screen and then like kill, you know, like make a call that would kill our own people. Well, here we'll send you out to the front lines and like see how you fare. Yeah, it's kind of crazy that they sent him out with no training though. He was like, I don't really. Have- that's so right. If it, it, it feels like it's like for them to send him there, even if that's the way that everyone is disciplined, for for him to get the specific task that he got, it's like it it feels like they're they're throwing him to the wolves. He will die, hopefully he'll die, and then they don't have to worry about the punishment. And it seems like because he's doing drones, he was in the air force and not the not the army or or the marines. If if I'm not mistaken, let me see. Didn't tell what part. He just felt if like the future just was saying, hey, the countries all have just soldiers. It's all one department now. Like, yeah, I was like, is right. he part of the Air Force? How does this work? But right. I don't know. I did think it was kind of crazy when he gets down there. Everyone knows what he did. And even before he gets sent to Anthony Mackie, it's kind of crazy because I it sounds like the guy wanted to either literally get this dude jumped get him shot on the front line. But basically, I felt like this dude was never making it home. Like, just period. Like, no matter what was going down, he was not about to make it home. If the Army or Navy or whatever department he was with had their say about it. Also, this nigga, this nigga, Anthony Mackie, just in the back, listening to music. Well, okay. So (laughs) this is the thing that I didn't understand. Like, immediately, like, he he gets there, and then then he's looking for... uh, one person, not Leo. Uh, he's uh, Eckhart. Or, he's looking no. for... <clears throat> Sorry, he he's is lo- looking for Leo, but he's looking he, for Leo. Somebody they tell him to go to Eckhart. Eckhart, uh, who's played by Michael Kelly, who's in um, House of Cards, and he's like, "Oh wow, you must have really messed up if they're sending you to Leo." Which, in my mind, I I still don't even get. Like having seen this entire movie, <laughs> having seen this whole movie, I don't know what that means. Like. Have other people been sent to Leo? Like, what? Why is it a like? Uh, unless it just means that again, like what Gerard say is that if he goes with Leo, he's gonna die. Like, is that what it? There was some line that was like, people didn't make people were with Leo but didn't make it. But then there was also that line later um, with the arms dealer who the at the orphanage where she was like, "Oh, you finally have a friend." So. 
it felt like that that feels a little contradictory of like right <laughs> was that his only partner but i thought they had mm. said some line of like that like he that other people didn't make it long being with him i could have just been holding on to the thing that eckhart said but then he never had a partner right like before so yeah so i didn't quite understand that and then he gets sent to leo and Leo's what was the like, pitch for this movie bray Le- well i mean no there's definitely a good pitch for this movie of being like there's this a- android you know uh, who gets or there's this guy who's a drone pilot he kills some of his own men because he's making he made a cold calculation of well i could if i kill two i save 38 and so then he gets paired up with this guy who's an android nobody knows it but he is and the android got him because he also makes cold calculations he's like i need somebody who thinks like me and then they go to do this but then we realize that the android actually you know wants to are you really nuke making him pitch this US. movie we've we've seen already, we've already honestly seen this movie. it was a pretty good pitch what? <laughs> <laughs> no, he just said see, the shit that you saw. But the thing is, okay, okay. So here's the thing. Here's the thing that I didn't get was that um, when immediately Leo shows him who he is, right? Um, uh, which is kind of weird, but it's like okay, so he's an android, you know? Because Michael Kelly's like, hey, just so you know, he's not like us, which was like, you know, I don't know why he didn't just tell him. Um, <laughs> and then Leo was like, only people who know are like that Eckhart, and that's it. Yeah. You know, it's like you and, and you. And you're like, oh, okay. Uh. So then I'm like, in that, and if that's the case, I, it feels weird that they that the military sent him to this guy who's an AI, let the A like didn't tell him that. I don't know if they assumed that Leo was gonna tell him or not. But, like, how could they not I- explain, like, I don't know. Who was, keeping t- who was keeping tabs on Leo? No idea. But only because they don't go into it in the movie at all. Like, when, right. when, when we find out later that the, the captain who's, uh, whose unit he's dropped the drone on, like, also knows about it, it's just like a... It's just like a throwaway line. He's like, I told him. I told him. He I told knows. Him. Yeah. And then you're just like, what? He knows. He knows. You know, and when Eckhart launches the drone strike that he thinks is taking out Leo, because I guess for some reason he's always wanted Leo gone or whatever. Well, he just said it's collateral, but like there was no confirmation. Oh, right. They, the thing that I never, never mind. No, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was just realized we're just skipping so far ahead, but like, yeah, I'm sorry. Okay, I, I just it's just like, so many things happening now, like directly connect to a thing that I hate later. <laughs> yeah, just, uh, because that because at first it's just like okay, like so Leo tells him who he is. He does that line. Yeah, you have sixty seconds to get over it. You know, he's like, "What are you?" Like asking questions. Leo's like, he's like, "I'll, I'll only answer the right question" or something like that kind of thing. You know, basically just says, yeah, like, um, um, I'm AI, I feel pain. You know, they made they made my skin like this so that, I, you know, I'm neutral. And then he's like, we're going to deliver vaccines. And he's like, okay, no, what we're actually doing, though, is that I've been tracking down this guy and he's going after nuclear, you know, codes. And I got I to gotta go meet a contact so that I can get the intel to stop this guy. Um, mm-hmm. And then... You know, they had to explain all of that, like where the nuclear bombs are coming from, all this backstory stuff. That's kind of, you know, the, at the end of the day, it's kind of boring. Um, <laughs> but it took some time. Like those were the questions that he had asked. That's the thing is that like Hart was so in the dark about pretty much every single thing and was new to like just being mm. a soldier that the thing about training day that's different is that in training day, it's his first day as a cop. Uh, or as a detective or whatever but he's trained for this already you know and it's like he's training he, now he's doing on the job training but he knows mm. what he knows what the book is he's like the kind of person who like he knows what you're supposed to do and denzel's uh, yeah. character is like 
nah, 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 you got like, listen to me, like, I've been doing this for X amount of years, like, you got to do some things that aren't by the book, you know what I mean? So he's kind of mm -hmm. like, Oh, you know, there, there's a dynamic there that makes sense. Whereas Harp is so in the dark that he doesn't even know what is right or what is wrong. And even and when he starts questioning, like, for me as an audience member, when he questioned Leo about certain things early on, I was like, why are you questioning him? Like this dude, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, it, And we it, also it, it have yeah. a very specific understanding about the way that Harp thinks, which is Harp thinks uh, logically, but like without emotion. <laughs> and, and so we're, I'm expecting him to also be doing that. But because he is full on fish out of water in combat situations. Mm -hmm. It's like, it doesn't matter he's that he a, yeah, thinks he's emotional because he's time. like, I just want to live. Like that's all yeah. he can but Yeah, he's freezing up. He's like, he's angry. He's confused. He's scared. Like, well, also, he's this just, robot he's just played at one all point, my man first off gets jumped. All right. Like he gets jumped by other uh, Marines or, right. you know, whoever. Then he gets in the car with this dude. They go to the war zone. There's like a standoff. The robot gets out. And this part, I do not understand. The robot gets out. Oh, maybe not. No. Walks up to like one of the um, rebel people and just talks to him. And like, we don't know what he says. I'm assuming he says like, yo, I'm down with the rebellion or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just play cool. Then there's an army, an opposing army that just starts shooting at people? Yes, there are so many different... There are resistant fighters, but then there's also the guy who is the terrorist men. Mm. And so those are considered different people. Gotcha, gotcha, The gotcha, resistant gotcha. fighters are like more like the civilians. And then there's the terrorists or who are considered insurgents. And then we don't really see what the actual official army of whatever this country is because it's like... America's like acting is the acting army for them. So then those people, so the insurgents are the ones who start shooting. And then we see Anthony Mackie in action. He's like incredible. He's like jumping through cars, like torpedoing his body through them. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. you know, he's, he's killing people left and right. But it, like, it's also, he also feels vulnerable. Like it feels like he's not. He still can get shot, right? Like, is he, he still, still can get, get shot? shot. And we see other robots that are bigger than him and also full of metal. We see them get blown up. So he, we Yo, know he can too. He's Captain America. He is. He's like, he's like he has superpowers, super strength, but like still can get shot. If, or if he takes like a, a, you know, maybe heals a little bit better. Oh, wow. Yeah. Look at this. So basically they, what this movie's saying is, is if Captain America was black, he would try to blow up the the world is that what this movie's saying? Is that he might, what well, I'm supposed well, to take? Well, he might have he might have an issue with this is this is actually the plot of Winter Soldier. He might have an issue with the army using artificial intelligence to determine to in warfare. Like that's that's mm, why right. there's mm. a problem in, in Winter Soldier. So like, don't don't use artificial intelligence to just. I this is something that came up in this scene that I thought was going to come back too, was the the enemy fighters had magnetic bombs, and Anthony Mackie is a is an android uh, like they had yeah. they had magnetic bombs that would like attach to the other gumps and it was right. like I wanted that to come up and like be some kind of issue for Anthony Mackie that was but, cool to see but, yeah. yeah. And then you're right; it never came up again. I, I'm trying to remember. There's a there's something else. I remember there was another movie like that where it was like a cool thing, but then we never saw it again. I was like, wait, what? where that like thing go? I mean, um, yeah. well, this is where it starts to get because then they 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 have this whole fight, and then and Hart freezes up, which I get because it's like you know, and then Anthony Mackie's like, um kind of like yeah it's a little different than staring at a computer screen kind of digging at him in that sense okay we get that um and then he goes to this orphanage and that's where his con oh wait before the orphanage is the uh is it like the hospital place where the guy tries to kill him yes yeah yes so it's like wait is it yeah it's before this before it the it's orphanage more? yeah mm -hmm. uh okay. so so they go there to drop off the vaccines or or drop off one of them guy tries to kill him there's another kind of fight sequence oh this was great because there's a point where when the guy when the when the um sniper is there and shooting 
I don't know if y'all peeped this, but Leo calls Harp's name just so that Harp would would be visible for a second so that he no. could see where the shooter was shooting from. No, I didn't. <laughs> wow. He goes, Harp, Harp stands up. And then in that moment is when he gets the shot in on the on the sniper. And it was such a like, it, it was such a small thing, but it was like, he just put Harp's life in danger. Wow. I didn't catch that. <laughs> that did Harp cool. catch it? No, it never comes. Like, it, Harp doesn't go, did you just? <laughs> yeah. And then, like, he, he, he torches that guy. <laughs> he torches that guy to get information. The guy doesn't give it up. Uh, but then it, it didn't matter, which, again, I Then he lets the people happens. there just beat him uh, to death. Then he lets the people beat him to death, and Harp's like, you can't do that. Like, have you lost all your programming? Like, are you even following orders? And when he was saying that, I was like, what are you talking about? Like, I, I didn't understand why Harp was so... Like, I, I knew that was intense. Like, it was a tense moment, but why did he... What was what was the protocol that he wasn't following and how does yeah. harp even know what the protocol is yeah right. no i mean i imagine it was just that like it's like you aren't just gonna kill this dude in cold blood he's still alive and so if he's still alive if if the if the the if the shot that you got off did not kill him then shouldn't you you know call kill him no no not kill him <laughs> shouldn't shouldn't you like get officials to make this guy's now a prisoner of war or something you know Mm. like uh, whatever it is you know interrogate him or you know whatever whatever it is it's one of those things where i was like this dude like what at this point i was like what are the rules to the robot like uh is the robot completely sentient we never we never know Right. <laughs> what, they, what, they try, what the thing is, I think the movie hinges on what the rules are. They try are to explain. They try to explain them. Yeah. At one point, it's like, all right, he has to follow rules, right? But the right. reason he picked Harp is because Harp will let him do certain things, which like lets the rules bend a little bit. But then once Harp becomes, well, Harp does things that aren't, uh, what is it, well thought out. It's like, oh, now I don't have to listen to you because. The rules tell me that once you become blah, 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 I, you know, like, what the hell <laughs> right. is happening? The, the set, okay, yeah, I'm trying to, man, this was definitely not like iRobot, where iRobot's like, you got to follow the three laws of robot. Yeah, ro- yeah, yeah. yeah. This one guy doesn't do that. <laughs> like, yeah. You're like, oh, yeah. all right, yeah. okay, cool. <laughs> and like, these are the three laws. A robot must help humans in danger. A robot can't harm humans, you know, like, uh, anyway. Uh, you can't, and then a robot can't do something that, you know, defies the other two laws or whatever it is. Uh, but this was like, uh, he, he was given authority to make decisions, to make certain decisions. But like, we, I I didn't really understand what the framework was, like what he has to operate in and outside of. But later on, he explains to Harp, like, well, I picked you because, you know, you being here, I'm following your lead. And so like, technically you're the one who's authorizing my activity, but also because you're being reckless, uh, I don't have to follow uh, your lead or or your orders because you've um, done reckless behavior. And therefore I cannot, I don't, I can't, I don't have to comply with you, but like he was never following Harp's lead. Like ever. Right. So like I I didn't I didn't I didn't really understand that like also like if that was actually true like shouldn't Eckhart have been like yo if he if he gets out of hand like tell him to order him to stop like later on Eckhart like yells at Harp for like not stopping Leo and I'm like how are you yelling you've told you told him nothing and he's a <laughs> commanding officer he was he was sent here to follow this guy like he was sent yeah. here because he didn't follow orders and then you Give put it. him under you put him under the command of this dude and then you're mad that he was following this dude's command that doesn't make any sense yeah give, giving leo rank like um, uh, apart from like there not being any clear rules for for how the android needs to operate giving leo rank complicates it at a level that like <laughs> it really didn't need to because he, he even uses is... his rank against other people yeah. that wasn't even just harp like late like when the two when those those two random you know um soldiers were like beating up on uh, on a gump he was like you know stop it and he could do that because he outranked them yeah man 
can I go to one scene that made me just like, what is happening? I'm not sure where we are in the timeline, but like when Harp, whatever, when the robot and the black dude go, <laughs> they go to the orphanage. The robot and the black dude. <laughs> when they go, well, yeah, when this they, is the next scene, yes. Yeah, when they go to the orphanage, right, and that white lady's there, and I'm like, all right, cool. This lady's probably like, you know, a smuggler or something like that, um, helping out the people. But then when her and, and sorry, what's the robot's name again? Um, Leo. Leo. When Leo, her and Leo have like a weird sexual tension type thing happening. So much so that um, Harp looks at him like, you know what I mean? I was like, what is that? Yeah. I, I don't was a bit understand of that. To me, robot. I kept wanting her to be a, uh, an android herself. Like I wanted to be like, oh, she's one too or something. Like I kept looking for there to be a deeper meaning for why they had a, a sexual tension. But I guess it was just, you know, Anthony Mackie is an attractive dude. And so there it is. Yeah, it's true. I guess, I guess there's a... I will say this for all of our uh, kind of air listeners. It's pretty offensive that they decided to make a whole movie about drone strikes, but then make it like some imaginary war happening in Eastern Europe when like drones are literally bombing people every day in the Middle East. Like, yeah. it's kind of insane that they did that. <laughs> yeah. Like, just so they could have a bunch of white people in this movie. Like, like, how are you going to make a movie that's commenting on drones, but then have it be, like, a place where there are no drone strikes really happening? Like, the U.S. is not drone striking Crimea and Ukraine, you know? Yeah. They're drone striking Iraq and Afghanistan. But they wanted <laughs> you know I mean? it to like, be, they wanted it to be that there are so many nukes here. <laughs> like they want, they wanted that added thing right, of the, the thing, amount of the nukes thing. that are available, <laughs> you know, it's like, it's going to cause catastrophic damage. I don't know. Yeah, I, Man, it's tough because yeah, this movie. Yeah, they could have Pakistan. <laughs> yeah, they could have. But, but, but I think in that though, I think making it more realistic I think it would make the Americans the bad guys. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, uh, I don't know. Right, because you're right. At the end of the day, like, uh, the Americans aren't really the aren't really the bad guys. Like, yeah. it's like, yeah, we're messed up, but like, what you're doing is even more messed up. Exactly. Like, yeah. And the and and it doesn't make any sense. Like, uh, it doesn't make any sense that this woman, because like at the end where he's like, you can't do this, not right, and he's she's like, yeah, like neither are the Jones strikes. You know, it's just collateral. You know, and I'm like, okay, like, so someone who doesn't believe, someone who who is who has an orphanage and has seen all the damage that just drone strikes has, have done, is okay with like nuclear bombs going off all over America, like, just because it's America, like, I don't know, that doesn't make any sense to me. Man, it it really doesn't. Like, I, I, I what? <laughs> also, also the implications of that. I'm like, if 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 a bunch of nuclear bombs were sent to America, you know what would happen? America would nuke whoever just nuked them right back. So, like, the whole world would be in nuclear fallout. Like, this is a this isn't going to. I love how and like and by the time we get to this, because we people are like, wait, how did how did that happen? I, it. It just happens. Leo <laughs> reveals. Leo reveals like this mastermind plan where he was like, "I I chose Harp. I was using you so I could carry out all this stuff and go after this guy, not so I could stop him, but so I could get the nuclear codes myself and then use them to nuke America." And the and the greater idea of that is that once I do that, people will real the America will realize, "Oh shoot, we created." an AI soldier and he nuked us and now no one will ever create an AI soldier again. This, I'm like, that's not how uh, humans no. work. This idea is stupid <laughs> because if you think, if you think about an idea like that, and yes, it's, I guess it's used against America, but it, to have weapons that can be turned against us, America does not care about historically. Like we are the place that has used nuclear bombs twice, two times, and we still make more of them. You know what I mean? 
We still yeah, make so many more. We have more than anybody. We're not going to just not do. We're all. All that means is they're like, damn. We just got to build better AI. Like the idea that it would yeah. stop AI even for a couple hundred years or however much he thinks it's going to delay it. I, first of all, I was like, also, you don't even need to go to that length. Like the fact that you are even trying to do this in and of itself is enough for should be enough for them to go flip. Maybe we shouldn't make AI yeah. robots. I was pleased with with um. I was generally pleased with like, oh, that's a nice justification for the AI going uh, rogue. Like rogue. we always hear the like, we always hear the like humans are bad and therefore we mm -hmm. must rise up against the humans. Like that's every, right, that's all right. the movies. <laughs> that's, that's all the movies with AI and with robots. It and so wrong, it was no. nice that he was like, I am turning it against humans but only so that they know that I'm, that, that doing this is wrong. Like I thought that, I liked that um i didn't think it made sense but i like but i liked that that was the just i agree i liked the i liked the motivation behind him going rogue i just heart becomes the hero but we don't i mean we don't necessarily want him to be the i mean we don't want america to get nuked obviously but we don't necessarily want harp to be the he hero like for no what? also what i guess i learn? wanted him that's my thing. I guess I wanted him to have a bigger journey. Like, if I compare this to Training Day, like, Ethan Hawke's character learns lessons. You know what I'm saying? Like, the whole time, he has the moral high ground. And, like, you realize his moral high ground was right. You know? And he yep. overcomes all these odds. And, and genuinely, when it's down to him and Denzel, he knowingly outwits him. But then his moral high ground lets him go. When we see... Um, Harp, I guess, realized what's going on. Like, we finally see him save another person and, like, trying to save the people during the big shootout. And when he goes back in, I do not understand why Anthony Mackie doesn't just kill this dude. Like at, like, at one point, like, he gets him, he holds him up, and he just, like, he doesn't say a word to him at first. He holds him up, doesn't, like, smack the dude's hand, doesn't break his hand, allows the dude to put off, like, three, four shots in his gut. And then tosses him. Or no, yeah. didn't put him to sleep or something like that. I was like, this makes no sense. At least yeah. have the dude be like creative in how he has to like outwit this dude or reason with him to an extent. Like it it just felt so cheapy when it got to the end. It felt like um, all right, we gotta end this motherfucker. How do we yeah, do it? Yeah, it was it was weird because they did have him like start to reason with him, and then at the end he just like Use the gun where the guy was like, "Yeah, these are these are armor piercing bullets. Uh, that might help you." And then and so then he just shoots him with that. But I was like, "What? I don't know." Here's my yeah. thing, and I so, don't want to do this two podcasts in a row. But Harp needed to die. <laughs> he should have died in the yes, in the in the I nuclear agree. silo, and he sh and it should have been because he it should have been because he thought. <laughs> My death is worth like saving, <laughs> like the moment when he called, he has like 30 seconds to get out of the silo, right? And he finally calls and he's like, I have confirmation. He has 30 seconds to get out of the silo. That's not enough time for him to actually run and get to a safe Nigga. distance from these big ass drones. <laughs> it's not, it's not enough time. It just is. They, they set it up. They were like, they were like, he's still there. What's he going to do? He has 30 seconds. You better be out of there. No, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to tell them that I what see him. What was he waiting They're for drop... anyway, by the way? They need, they just need a confirmation that. No, no, no. Uh, I understand that. After he had what was shot he this dude. <laughs> what was he waiting for? Bro, who no, knows? I don't know. Don't nobody Why know. Why was he, he just was staring for? at Anthony Mackie? I think, I think he was trying <laughs> he wanted to, to see the light go out of his eyes. I think he was trying to <laughs> shut down because Anthony Mackie had already launched it. So I think he was trying to ask him how to cut it off so that he could he save did ask, But he did life. ask him how to cut it off, and he said there's no way, and he still um, took a long time before he left. Because he was I, trying to I figure just, out... <laughs> I think it's it's a nice bookend to, like, it's like he gives... He's giving up himself, you know, and it's like he's he's to try to make up for the fact that he killed two Americans. I agree with you. It, it, he would have been like, hey... People were telling me, you know, I, I, I made, I made a call, but like, I, 
but I was sitting behind a screen. Well, now I'm here and I'm going to make the same call and it's my life now that's mm-hmm. going to be sacrificed to save X amount of lives and I'm still going to do it. Yep, beautiful now, ending. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I guess that's a dark. Uh, that would be like a it's dark very kind of... dark, and, and we all would have been so upset. <laughs> and then you'd be like, "Wait, is this movie trying to say like we should sacrifice the few for the for all but for the many?" It is better than him outrunning the thing that killed, <laughs> like killed people in the beginning of the movie. He somehow he was deep in the silo. He was at the spot where the target was being dropped on. He somehow ran out and was and got distance away from this whole building that blew up. And like we see him be in the car. I don't get it. I will say this though. The most disappointing part to me is this movie could have had a swirl. Like no bullshit. It (laughs) could have. Like it like I'm not even I this this it could have. Okay. If you're gonna set up this weird scene with Anthony Mackie and that lady, it's like, all right, man, come on, baby. This Netflix, go, you know. Have, what do we call this robot human situation? Like, what goes down? You know what I mean? Like, does he play his own music? We know he like music. You know, is this why she willing mm-hmm. to do? Is this why she do, willing to do whatever and like let him just rock out because she has sex with the black robot? You know what I'm saying? That's all. That, that, Wait, that's it. Is the swirl back in training day for Soul too? Didn't you talk about a swirl with Soul? It could have well. been one in Soul because I mean, in Soul because they don't team up black people and black people a lot. At least like black man and a black woman. Right. That don't happen that often. For some reason, black love just don't exist in Hollywood unless it's like a black film. Um, I don't, yeah. I don't know. Um, unless the movie's about black love or something, but that shit just ain't normal. Um, anyway, but I'm saying what could have happened was so think about training day. At one point, training day was just Denzel's a super shady person, super thuggy, goes in, hooks up with Eva Mendez while Ethan Hawk watches his son. Literally. He's in there playing video games with the son while he in there with Eva Mendez. So what could have happened is, yo, she was like, yo, I can't talk in front of him. And he's like, hey, yo, man, get out of here. You know, go out there and like, go out there and like play with the kids. Like, you know, I was doing earlier. Right. So now he leave, he go out here to teach the kids, you know, he plays Uno with them, teaches them how to draw four <laughs> and stuff like that. You know what I mean? The whole time, Why, Una? <laughs> you know, whole time, Ethan Hawking, I mean, not Ethan Hawk, Anthony Mackie in there. How are you going to say Ethan <laughs> <laughs> Oh, boy. I'm just saying it could have happened. Like, it could have happened. They set it up. This ain't even me. They set up the scene. They did set this up, though. I'm on like, board. They set up the scene, man. I don't know. Especially movie. when they had her, like, murder that dude in cold blood, and she was like, he's a traitor. It was like, they, they think the same. Exactly, the same person. Might as well get down, get down, man. But anyway, that's all I'm thinking. Hmm. That's I mean, also, this movie had a bunch of misopportunities. Wait, the, the one other thing that I have to say is they set up this bad guy so much, and then and then the scene, Bray. he's Bray. acting all tough, and he's just like, uh, like, don't make me break this piece of machinery. And I was like, man, what does this dude have up his sleeve that he's talking to an android (laughs) face to face like he's not about to die i'm so excited to see oh nothing oh absolutely zero up his sleeve and he's just gonna immediately get his arm broken have all of his men killed and then he gets impaled by a flag that was like he literally (laughs) had zero he had zero plan he knew he was an android and 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 there was nothing but I don't what he didn't have an EMP. He ain't got one of those magnetic bombs. Like I thought, he, I thought the he, magnetic bomb could have come back. How I thought he, he had a robot arm. Absolutely, I know. Like he don't have a robot arm. He don't have his own gums. We saw the uh, opposing gums before. He had none of that. He just had a couple of people with guns, and they all got shot. Like it, how was, did <laughs> why, why did he think he? Why did he think he was gonna stand a chance? I don't understand. Even if even if his other men wound up killing Leo at some point, he had to know he was gonna die immediately. He was right yeah. there. Yeah, Th- this reminded me of um, if y'all remember Austin Powers when <laughs> he's like um about to fight like the unnamed bad guys. He's like, yo, man, you don't even have a name tag. Like you like you're not going like you, you have no chance. <laughs> like nothing nothing about this bad guy. I I legit thought he was gonna like punch him. And the bad guy was gonna open up, and like he got a robotic like piece. Right, like he was an android. Yeah, or it was something. like yeah. oh, I'm like oh shit, robot fight. But nah, 
Nah, a, it was just, just he just dude. got beat down. He just, just, just a dude who gets beat down like immediately after all this smack talk. It was just like you know who they should have <laughs> had. You know who they should have had. I just watched um, Hobbs and Shaw again. It just Alba should have been in here as yes. that little half robot dude, and they could have had a half robot man fight and see who 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 won. That should have been the bad guy. Black Superman could have shown up. That would have been dope, baby. Mm-hmm. I'm Black Superman. That would have been so dope. <laughs> just, just pan over it. It just is there for no reason at all. Or if he had like a big goon for mm-hmm. him to fight or something. Mm-hmm. Man, that was disappointing. Like, you're right. It just sort of feels like at that point, like Hancock could have flown in and been like, I'm working with Koval. And he would have been like, Wait, what? what? He working with Koval? <laughs> I didn't even know Hancock was in this movie. And then he and then he stands there and then and then it's like a robot versus Hancock. You know, Hancock is just in there bop 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 Why? you know getting the hit. I thought you in. don't do I thought you don't do bits. Huh? I, thought you, I thought you stopped doing bits. I I I don't do bits anymore. But but then I thought that I had was like it's like oh Koval nothing was going on with Koval. Hancock could have flown in, you know. Why would Hancock be in this movie? You know because you know because think about it cuz cuz because Koval was like the big I, bad, but this is you the know? and he, maybe he had maybe he had relations, like a like a like a connection, like not like not not like relations, but like he had a hey, hey, connection James. with. Hey James, don't you know how? Okay. You remember how we felt when Braylock did that um, outside the wire a couple of times? Remember that feeling? <laughs> Trying to think about it. Yeah, yep. No, I remember. I was there. I, yep. I, that's how I'm feeling right now. Oh as come you do on, this. man! Hancock, what the... Oh, fine. you're we feeling good. Oh, okay. It's time. It's time for the cause. Uh, we rate and review. View, oh my goodness, I can't speak. We rate and review films not based on how much we like them, but whether or not they help the cause of more leading black actors in Hollywood. Uh, if we think it fully helped the cause, we give it a black fist. Think it somewhat helped the cause, we give it a white palm. We think, oh, I don't think this movie helped the cause at all. We don't give it anything. All right, on the count of three, we'll just raise up our ratings for this film, Outside the Wire. Oof, man. One. Oh, wait, wait. Ah. What do you mean? <laughs> what Two. are you saying? Wait, what's happening? Three. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Gerard <laughs> was thinking about putting up a palm and then morphed into a fist. Yep. Look, man, I gave this movie a fist but for two reasons. It started. It starred two black guys, and honestly, this movie was perfectly average. All right, and I'm okay with that because why are you shading the movie? In no, the this isn't shade. <laughs> this is this this seriously. This is not shade. This movie is a representation of of progress to me. This movie is not great. It's not bad. No one's going to talk about it in a week. But it's okay because they got people, to make people it. People are already not talking about it. And they're like, why did they do an episode? Exactly. <laughs> but the thing is, it's like this shows that like black people can just get in a movie and it not have to like be the best thing in the world or the worst thing in the world. Like, of course, I want everything to be great. But it's like, nah, man, some things are just fine. You know, it's like you ever just meet somebody and you're like, that person's cool. You don't need to talk to them again. But you're like, ah, cool. You know, that's what this movie felt like. It felt like it felt like you went to a restaurant. I feel like I always do food analogies. It's like you went to a restaurant because it was close. It's probably late at night. You don't have a lot of money, but it's like, hey, let me get these tacos. You know what I mean? <laughs> you got hot sauce. It's not the hottest sauce, but it's fine sauce. You know, maybe you mm-hmm. get like a a cinnamon empanada, the apple cinnamon empanada. And it's like, hey, man, I just want a little bit of sweets. The more specific Gerard gets, the more I'm... He's talking about a very specific... I, not, I didn't say a place at all. I'm just saying you can go to a place and be like, yo, man, I don't know if this meat came in a bag or if this is like really ground beef. But you know what? I don't care today because it's Friday and I'm chilling. Right. <laughs> Fair. You know, I just feel like Hancock could have flown in James. behind Koval. And then because he's immune to a to a nuclear bomb. Probably. Cause this thought about that. This Hancock is your Lord. review. This is your this is your <laughs> fist. This is your fist explanation. <laughs> All right. Uh 
Yeah, and I gave it a fist because, yeah, you know, it stars two black guys. Come on. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> Nothing else to it, really. All right. Uh, guys, thanks for listening. Um, you can rate and review us on iTunes. Leave us five stars. We'll read your review on the air. This is a really nice review by Kara PG. A saving grace. This podcast has helped me through some very hard times, especially in 2020, which was an agonizing year globally and for me personally. They say laughter is the best medicine, and this show never fails to make me laugh. I often save the new episodes for when I'm done or for when I'm doing something hard or boring as a treat to help me get through it. Before COVID, I would listen on my headphones at the gym and people would look at look strangely at me because I'd be laughing on the treadmill or while lifting weights. I think my favorite episode is Boo a Medea Halloween. Draws <laughs> delivery of Tigers in this movie kills. And the conversation <laughs> around the movie is hilarious. But I'm not about to see the movie again. The chemistry among the hosts is great, and the commentary is always insightful, smart, and funny at the same time. Thank you so much for the work you put into this show. Oh, that's nice. That's very thank kind. You. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Why did it come out like that? I did not mean for that. It was My like Elvis. almost yes, an did. Elvis. Uh, I really did. I was uh, like, you could uh, follow <laughs> us at Black Man Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. Blackmanpodcast.com is our website. Uh, you can find links to our merch. We got uh, t-shirts and pillows and phone cases. We also have a defunct Patreon uh, that um, you could check out. <laughs> <laughs> you could pay $5 and see uh, the episodes that are on there that, you know, when you're done, you can get off of it. That's that's cool, too. Um, what else? Oh, you can follow me at John Braylock. You can follow me at James Third Comedy. Third is 3RD. You can follow me at Gerard Milligan on Twitter and Instagram. That's all. We'll see you next week. Peace. Peace. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Produced by Melissa D. Montz. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. To listen to this podcast ad-free, sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcast.com slash plus. Check out video clips of our podcast on YouTube at youtube.com slash foreverdogteam. And make sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at foreverdogteam to keep up with all the latest Forever Dog news. Ew.